This is The Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. In a previous episode, we talked about a site called Quora. And this week, we continue on this topic by discussing the most effective ways to build your brand on Quora. We talk about the elements of good storytelling, how to make your point stick, and an effective way to persuade your audience to comply with a request. This episode is sponsored by Shutterstock.com. Whether you're working on your website, creating a publication, developing some sort of advertisement, or even creating videos, any project today needs good images. You need excellent quality, high quality stock photos. You need illustrations, vectors, and even video clips. And I love that when I'm on the go, I can use their really cool iPad app. In fact, it won a Webby. You can search on the go, display the images that you want to use during presentations, even using iStock Photo on the iPad. It's really cool. You can try Shutterstock today by signing up for a free account. You don't need a credit card. You can just start the account, begin using Shutterstock. They even have shareable light boxes. And then once you decide that you want to purchase, be sure to use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER6 because new accounts will receive 30% off any package. That's Shutterstock.com for 30% off of new accounts. Use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER6. I promised last time that I would get into the details of why I thought the answer from Jody Cantor, the New York Times journalist who answered a question on Quora, was so good. Instead of directly answering the question, instead she stated that there's no single good question. Her main point was that instead of using generic hypotheticals, the best questions should be researched, specific, and brief. She went on to prove her point with two very different examples. In her story about interviewing the first family, She uses some basic elements of good storytelling to prove her point. First, she tells us the backstory or the setting. We learn how Jody Cantor came up with the question she asked the Obamas. She said, I had come to understand that equality was a serious issue in the Obama marriage, and in the White House, the president and the first lady are not treated in the same way at all. So I summoned up my nerve and asked them, how do you have an equal marriage when one person is president? Then secondly, she included an obstacle, which is an important part of all stories. The obstacle was that this wasn't a typical interview question. And getting the answer wasn't easy. And Cantor shows this with step-by-step action and dialogue. And then number three, the step-by-step action, of course, is also important within a story. And the action is what keeps us reading. Jody Cantor wrote, he tried. Barack Obama is normally so eloquent, but he botched his reply three times, stopping and starting over. Then Michelle Obama stepped in to rescue him. Next, she included dialogue, and dialogue always makes a story more relatable and personal. Here's what she wrote. The first lady immediately made a sound like, ha, as if she was glad someone was finally asking that question. Finally, on the fourth try, he half-joked that his staff was more concerned about satisfying the first lady than satisfying him. So again, we have that dialogue which draws us in, makes it more personable, interesting. And finally, she includes many, many details. And it's those details that make us feel like we're in the room witnessing the interview. Again, making it a great story. So she was successful with her storytelling. But what else did she do well? She made her point using something I've talked about before, which is PEP, point, evidence, point. You can't just make a point and expect it to stick with your target audience. It's better if you make your point, then give evidence to support your point, and then summarize your point again at the end. In Jody Cantor's response, 
She gives two examples to support her point. By the way, I call that PEEP, P-E-E-P. She follows her story about the Obamas with a more personal example to drive her point home, and that was interviewing a babysitter. Here's what she wrote. For instance, when I hired a babysitter for my daughter, I used the same interviewing techniques I do in reporting and made the questions as concrete as possible. Were you looking after a child on 9-11, and how did you react to the emergency? What's a good lunch for a toddler? The sitters who said nuggets and fries were out. The one who said she was a vegetarian who would be happy to cook healthy food is still working for us seven years later. Now that's a great example, and a perfect example of how to use PEEP. Point, example, example, point. In this case, she used an example that many people, in this case parents, anyone who's a parent, can relate to. By the way, if you want to learn more about PEP or PEEP, you can check out my previous podcast on how to make your points stick. Finally, when you're trying to build your brand, the introduction of your products and services is the most important and most difficult part. If you attempt to hawk your products and services too directly or too often or too early, your answer will feel like a sales pitch, even if your real intention is education. However, if you don't mention your products and services at all, it seems like a lost opportunity. I recently saw a great Quora answer by a producer and blogger who didn't include any information, and I had to Google him to find out what the products and services of his company were. And I suspect that some people wouldn't have bothered, even if they were interested in learning more. And I think it's reasonable to add at least a brief last line for those who might be interested. One very effective persuasive technique that could also be used for introducing your products and services in a Quora answer is known as the but you are free method. With this technique, the listener is told that they are free to refuse the request being made. According to a meta-analysis published in Taylor and Francis Online, 42 studies show that this method is effective in persuading a group to act on a request when it's used immediately after the request. That work was done by Carpenter in 2013. So what exactly is it? The idea is that you make it clear that the listener has a choice in the matter. The research shows that you double your chances, that's double your chances of getting results that you want by using this no-pressure method. Although she may not have intended it, Joni Cantor used this technique in the last line of her response. She wrote, Oh, and if you're interested in the Obama's behind-the-scenes adjustment to the White House, my book has much more on the topic. To me, she's leaving that open for you to choose whether or not you're interested in pursuing it more, and she doesn't do a straight in your face. Oh, I have a book. Please go buy my book. I think it's great. Building your brand on Quora isn't like engaging in social media platforms. This isn't about motivational quotes, witty one-liners, funny videos, eye-grabbing photos, or infotainment. Instead, you use Quora to provide thoughtful answers and questions which resonate and connect with thoughtful readers. Using the techniques we talked about in this series, you can develop answers that rise to the top, and this is a terrific way to build your brand by sharing your expertise. This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, helping you lead, influence, and inspire through better communication. If you've ever wished you got an email from me telling you when the new podcast is available or getting additional information, please join my newsletter. If you're interested, you can find it at lisabmarshall.com. And don't forget to visit our sponsor, Shutterstock.com. With over 26 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and video clips, Shutterstock helps you take your creative projects to the next level. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use the offer code PUBLICSPEAKER6. 
If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.